Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 63. It's the ENS Wolves Christmas Special Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I'm here with Mr. Santa himself. It is Mr. Tim Spears with some nuts in his mouth as we speak. Tim? Tim? You set the tone pretty low there. Well, you've set the bar pretty low. You've got a load of nuts on your desk and you've just had a big handful just before you're about to come on the podcast. Where's your timing? <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, I, you know, I, haven't, I haven't eaten yet today. What's, what is the time, young man? It's half, it's quarter to one. Well, you haven't eaten at all? No, I haven't eaten at all. So well, would you I, not do breakfast? Uh, no, I slept in and shock. been really busy working this morning. Shock as well. <laughs> yeah, that's a shock, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, here we go. Here's lunch. Okay, happy days. And what have we, what have we got on the um, on the padded paper? Ah. I, don't know, I don't know why you've um, why you poured it all out onto your desk. I mean, there's... Talking great, so then I'm not rustling. During the podcast, yeah, but bacteria stuff on that on the desk. The desk has seen some dodgy stuff on it. Oh, I'll, 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 I don't mind. Okay, go on. What have you got? Raw almonds, mm. roasted peanuts, mm. orange flavor cranberries. Yeah, just 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 to put in there. Cranberries, yeah. really, and fudge pieces. Fudge pieces from the good people at KP. Ah, decent KP. KP. How are you, Nathan? Everything uh, right? Decent, mate. Decent. Christmas shopping done, done, dusted. A lot of online stuff. Not a lot of going into shops and and um, you know interacting with people no no you don't like that do you not a big fan of that to be honest but all sorted all bought ready yep. to go I'll tell you what's good i quite like this um i've bought i don't know if you've done one of these and if you haven't we should definitely do one um one of my brothers we've got three little brothers um the and we're going to do it with them going into an escape room have you done an escape room yet no but i've heard good things They're, for those people who um, didn't understand that because he's got nuts in his mouth that's he's heard good things good th- i've got friends so basically, you get, you get locked into this room, um, I think up to 60, maybe 8, depending on how big the escape room is. Yep. There's a load of clues throughout the room. You've got to solve it. You've got one hour to get out, and yep. um, you've got to you know work out a series of combinations, work together as a team, and you get three clues that you can call the uh, maitre d', so to speak, on the walkie-talkie, and he'll give you, if you're stuck at one point, he, might, he won't give you the answer, but he'll give you you know a, a couple of um, easy clues to get through to the next the next um, key to find a key or you need to find a sometimes a bookcase opens it goes into a second room a third room it can be crazy oh it sounds really good oh my goodness me seriously like I'm not joking we're like less than two minutes into this podcast and you're already irritating me I'm sorry it's unbelievable you need you want me at my best yeah exactly what is going to give you energy yeah that's what's so, in the packet energy nuts so that's done I'm going to um, and sending the other brothers to the chamber of flavours which is a, a dining experience where you go through four or five different rooms different scenarios and there's like actors going on and you're oh, eating okay. your starter and your main course and your dessert in different um, so we've done it like this is like version three you get to a secret location is that, is, that, is that a Weatherspoons is it yes yes Weatherspoons from the bar to the um, to the bar to the bar to the toilet <laughs> Um, no, it's decent, it's decent. In London, they should do it. So, um, kind of like there's a mermaid in the first room, I'm thinking, and then you go into, there's like a haunted room for your, for your, for your main course, and then you go to dessert, and it's like a play school with lots of puppets going on. It's, it's good. really good. Oh, my God. It's getting boring, this now. All right. I'll finish now. Um, so, yeah, all sorted out. Christmas shopping done for you? I haven't started yet. Wow. Oh, you are a Christmas Eve kind of a guy. I am, but I can't do it on Christmas Eve this year. Why? Uh, I'm not going to be around. Why? Travelling back from London. 
Trying to back on London? Don't you mean recovering after a big win against Ipswich? <laughs> recovering after a big win? Uh, no. As no. you well know. Yes. And I've known for quite a while, I'm mm. not going to the Ipswich game. Du, du, du. Bum, bum, bum. Instead, uh, we have got... Matthew Mayer of, of the Villa Parish. Oh, of the Villa Parish. An excellent reporter, if I do say, which I do. Very good writer, Mr. Matthew Mayer. Exceptional, the best we've got. Very yes. good. Yes. Um... So, yeah, no, I've been doing this job. Yeah, but no, but... Doing, doing this job two and a half years. Mm. First game I've missed. Mm, Inclu- in, including in, inclu- including pre-season friendlies. Uh, Wowza. It, it must hurt you. Does it hurt you? Is it, it, is it frustrating? It is a bit of a badge of honour to be keeping it going. But yeah. also, it, it reflects my social life if I, if, I refu- if I fail to miss any any game ever. Yeah. So I do. I do try and fit in my social so, life so is on other days. Is, is this the peeps that are giving you some stick, uh, saying, saying, you know, you're not, you're not who you once were? Have you, have, you, have you bowed under peer pressure, or is it a lady who you're going to be taking with um, to the to the concert? <laughs> <laughs> Wee. Wee. So it's uh, the ENS Christmas booze up. Booze up on Friday night. Okay. Is it? Is it? Slash leaving do for Jordan Harris, a fine reporter. Right. Okay. Who, is everybody who fine left, reporter who left, today? Left this week. Oh, Jordan's exceptional. Yeah. Sorely missed already. Okay. Who, 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 who are not the fine reporters then? If they're all very good and you know write very well. So anyway, yeah. Um, so that's Friday. That's a massive mm. night. Christmas mm. do oh, mm. always kicks off. Yeah. There's some stories we what? could tell. Really? Oh no, no, you never get invited here. There's no. some stories I could tell. Okay. Um, Go on then. No, no one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> and then Saturday, I'm seeing. When you say it kicks off, is that is that like, like in violence? That ha- uh, probably shouldn't. Oh, really? That's decent. <laughs> Where are you going? Probably shouldn't go down that road. Yeah. And then Saturday, yeah. I'm going to see Prodigy at Brixton Academy. Decent, decent. No, I've never seen Prodigy um, other than at a V Festival, and it was terrible because such a tame crowd. Anyway, it's going to be mental. Love a V Festival. It's going to be Chicken Oriental. It's Chicken Oriental, really. They were, they were at the Civic the other night. I didn't go, but by all accounts, they were amazing. Is so it? so that's just a massive night, and I, I, can't, mm. I can't fit a match and all the work that comes with it in between, so... Okay, so something's got to give. Someone's got to give, and it's and, and it's your job. And, and it's Ipswich home. It's my life. It's my livelihood. <laughs> your livelihood in ten seconds takes a back seat on this. Uh, Christmas Day plans then? Christmas Day. Christmas Day is a day off for me this yeah, year. I mean, a every, bonus for you. Because like for you, just so busy. Like Christmas Eve, that's another big booze up. Mm. Um, Boxing Day, we're at Millwall. Then yes. I'm going to a wedding in the Lake District. Wow, was it? And then we're going to then Bristol City. Yes. So uh, literally, the only day off I've got is Christmas Day. <laughs> so I'll just be chilling. I think. Oh, decent. You? Okay. Uh, yes, Christmas Day with a fam. Uh, go down to back to Hull on Christmas Eve. And yes. then, um, yeah, back on Christmas night because we've got to drive to Millwall for a one o'clock kickoff. Those pesky fixture people. I'm so annoyed. That is annoying. It is very annoyed. Very, very annoying. Are you going to Christmas dinner though? You'll have the whole Christmas shebang. Are you a meat and two veg guy? Yeah, Christmas dinner at home with the folks and then going down to London on Christmas Day evening like a little to stay with my sister. Chipolato on your plate? And plate? then it'll be easier to get to Millwall. What? Chipolato on your plate? Christmas Day, like a uh, chipolata. Pigs in blankets. Christmas pigs in blankets. Talk about pigs in blankets. Lee Johnson last night. Yeah. Um, see him throwing that that ball boy around and celebrating. Yeah. Oh, I don't know whether the ball boy was throwing him around because he's a small man. <laughs> hey, hey. Small man. No, come on. No, he's not. He's, no, he's doing well though, isn't he? Don't pretend to be out on deck. He's doing well. Who? Lee Johnson, Bristol City. They're doing well, aren't they? Yeah, very well. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the table now. Third place. Are they going to be the main contenders? They're favourites for second in my in my little eyes. Really? Yeah. Your little beady eyes. Um, they definitely impressed me last night. I watched the game and have, obviously I watched them at, at Molyneux this season and I thought they were pretty good but I thought Wolves were still 
the better side, so to speak. But they've definitely improved, I think, and they're on a great run of form. <coughs> Good I man. I told you about these nuts. You did tell me I was going to cough. This is Nickelodeon background oh. coming in here. Started eating nuts before the podcast started. He's like, you'll, you'll be coughing during the podcast. I told you, you're absolutely. They go to the back of your throat and you've got no chance. <laughs> hey! Mum! <Mom. laughs> so, Lee Johnson, yeah. They, they look very good. They look very good. At the moment, Sheffield United have had a massive blip. Cardiff, I think, will <clears throat> do a blip at some stage. But yeah. they're playing good football mm. and I think he's a good manager, you know. I know he gets a lot of stick from all the... The runnings he's, he's had an angry with, man. With, with Wolves yeah, in the past couple of years, mm. but he's a good manager. All this rubbish about buying Mourinho a 450 bottle of wine as well. Like, Do they not understand that managers these days, especially the big clubs, the last thing they want to do is sit down for an hour talking about the game. They want to be, because they're on the coach, all the players want to leave as soon as possible. Manchester United, big circus around them. They're in, they're out. They've got a five, you know, a five minutes quick tea, coffee, and then they're gone. Like, if it's at home, if it's at Old Trafford, different story. But you're not going to do that, and especially when you get beat as well. You're not, you're not going to hang around and, and tell them all the wisdom when you when also you the, the, press, the press interviews take long enough. I mean, I know exactly all the, te- all the TV commitments he's got. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange one, really. I think that was more for show. Anyway, didn't have it. So, sure. what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? New Year's? Um, New Year's. We've got a um, casino murder mystery going on at Shea Judah. Oh God, you are just something else. What? What's what's this? It's like it's like a, it's based as like like a Las Vegas murder mystery going on. We've got people, we've all got characters. I haven't told you about this actually. So I'm a professional. So we've got this set, and we've got a chef coming in. He does a little seven course meal, rustle up something, and uh, we've got ten people coming. A little all, seven course meal. A little seven course meal. Actually, you sent me the menu today. Shall I tell you? Shall I go through the menu with you? Okay, let's have a look here. Uh, da, 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 see if you can hold on. First of all, how much are you charging? Um, sixty-five pounds a head. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got we've got a moose. This is what we sent me the, the, the meal. Is my invite in the post? Is it? Pardon? My invite in the but the post post isn't great at this time of year. Is, is that why I haven't got it? It's um it, it's it's men and partners, mate. So you struggle. I don't want you to. Be. <laughs> mate, I'll, I'll, I'll find someone on the street. Yeah, I know you will. Absolutely. <laughs> Cost you more than sixty-five quid, though, pal. Nathan. But hey. Um. Okay. So we're gonna start with the moose bouche. Um. Don't know what that is. Um. And then we've got some venison, Highland venison carpaccio, parsnip and beets. Now, we had uh, venison carpaccio at that gaff we went to, Nick Bennett's gaff, didn't we? We did, we did have venison, very yes, nice. very seasonal, delicious, mm. absolutely, so we've got that again. Um, and there's a pregnant alternative as well, um, so if you come, yeah, pregnant alternative, because we've got two ladies who are pregnant, oh. coming, yes, with, with child, or carrying child, so they have a ham hock, slow cooked ham hock and pea. And then we've got um, salmon course, um, home smoked salmon, Norwegian hot smoked salmon, Siberian caviar, fennel and orange salad. This is my favourite thing about you, is that the people can relate to you. Well, I'm the man That's... of the people, I keep telling you. Within, but to be fair, we have got something very mundane for main course. Go on. Pheasants. Um, <laughs> breast of pheasant, white onion puree, savoy carriage and chestnuts, and apple tartan to finish with cheese and coffee. Have you designed that menu? No, the, the, the chef's come to me today and um, he, that's what he's going to do. So he brings him and his couple of servers in. They come in New Year. They start you know, cooking about 6 o'clock. We sit down for 8.30. We have three hours of, of banter and, and murder mystery fun. And then they, they tool off, clean everything up, go. And then half 11, half an hour to celebrate New Year. Happy days. Half an hour to celebrate New Year. Yeah, where's right. the alcohol in all this? Oh, the alcohol's all included. Champagne Where, all the way, darling. Where's, where's the red stripe? Pardon? Eh? <laughs> where's the Banks's? Goodness <laughs> me. So yeah, that's 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 New Year. So happy days. That's where, my where, that's my idle banter for the twenty eighth uh, podcast gone then. So where's where's, where's where's the twenty Bensons and a and a, and a crate of Fosters? See, there's no there's no smoking in my house. There'll be no smoking outside my house. Smoking's a ban. It's a dirty word, Tim. What about vaping. A what? Vape. 
vaping. Mm. Actually, some of them smell quite nice when you know you're walking past them and they like smell of raspberry and stuff. But is there still tobacco in them? Is it still bad for you? Or no, is it just like sci- scientifically proven that it's that it's good for you. I think yeah. that it's good for you. Well, not good for you, but you know. But you still are you still getting some sort of nicotine in there? Nicotine fix. Yeah, there's nicotine. Yeah, you, oh, I right, think you okay. can vary the amount of nicotine that's in them. Mm. Um, so yeah, well that sounds that sounds great. Yeah, that's, is, is there a lager option? Um, there will be a beer option, but it'll be more of a red, pro- red, red Peroni. Wine. Red wine. Red wine. Red wine. Red wine. Um, yes, red wine. Yes, I'd be Pinot Noir. Man of the people. So um, yeah, well, I'm sure. Judah. I'm sure I'll tweet a few pictures um, on on New Year's I'm Day. I'm sure be- you will. Be- <laughs> <laughs> you don't need any excuse. Before New Year's Day. Um, we might have something for you to. I would just say, and we don't want to give it away too much, but we had. Um, there was. We stayed back extra hours last night, didn't we? Look, don't. Yeah, we, basically, we've done a special Christmas Day video. Spe- special it's, Christmas Day it's, it's video, yes. Coming out of Christmas Day. Yeah. If you like to watch us mess around in our videos, then. Um, then Christmas Day, make Christmas sure. Christmas Day. It'll be on first thing in the morning, like 6 a.m. Will it? That's what you said last yeah, night. Yeah, 6 a.m., yeah. Well, I'm going to have to get up to put the video live because it's got to be on private, so it's me getting up at 6 a.m. to do it. So oh, could be sevenish. Sevenish then, yeah. Sevenish. Yeah. Anyway, go on to the go on Wolves page Christmas Christmas Day, and hopefully you'll um, hopefully enjoy what we've uh, prepared for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a lot of work went into it. I, mostly on Mr. Judas' part, I must say. But um, it's I, I was quite happy with that. It turned out it's pretty funny. I think I hope it's funny. Hope it's funny. If not, I'm sure we'll get told <laughs> yeah. very quickly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> right, and um, loads to stuff. Loads of stuff. I know it's a Christmas special, but I mean we just got so much stuff coming out of our ears. So. Tim, you know, so we might get a special guest on this week. Yes, yes, we, you we, did. We've got a special guest coming on. Who have we got? We've got Portuguese expert and massive friend of the Express and Star, Alex Goncalves. He's going to speak to us about all things Portugal. Portuguese expert. Well, he's just going to talk to us about the country. <laughs> right, okay, that's the past times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's obviously um, spoke. We've spoken to him quite a lot. He's done a lot of pieces for the paper and online. Um, and it, just talk to him really about how big wolves are in Portugal. He knows his stuff. He just knows his. He's a good guy, good guy. So we'll speak to him probably in the next 15, 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, we'll have some player ratings that you've compiled for us as well. So I spent a little bit of time on Microsoft Excel. Oh, Excel. Wow, is it? Inputting all my player ratings from every. <coughs> <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? But would you have it? No, you wouldn't, would you? All those nuts. <laughs> right, okay. So. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, from nowhere that did. Very Salty solid. nuts. Uh, so, um, yeah, inputted all my player ratings from this from this season mm. so far. Was it version 1.0 of, of Excel? And then a paperclip on the right, a pesky paperclip. <laughs> and, then, yeah, yeah. and then I Googled how to work out the average <clears throat> and all this. I was put, inputting formulas. Wow. Uh, so I worked out the average. Player rating. And then divide it by the amount of... Wow, is that an average, Tim? Incredible <laughs> news. Um, what do you, how do you do in maths, GCSE? <laughs> I've got a B in statistics. And then, um, anyway, I've got, I've got the, the average player rating for every player mm. so far this season. Do which do it now? Quite interesting results. Do you want to do it now? Should we do it now? Yeah, let's do it now. Let's do it now. Well, you know, no time like the present. Because, let's, let's face it. <coughs> yep. Your player ratings are sometimes uh, terrible. They're terrible, Whoa. they're terrible. They're, they're, Whoa, no. wow. What? what? Willy Bolly 3, Dave Edwards 10, he's not even playing. Oh, stop playing up to the people, man. For goodness sake. Literally, you would walk over your grandma whilst punching me in the face if it meant, if it meant two retweets. Wow, wow. Yeah. 
I'm just playing devil's advocate, Tim. So you know, but you know, play ratings. They, they do. Be, people do get irritated with them sometimes. Sometimes they agree. Sometimes of course, they don't. Of course they do. If, if there's thirty thousand mm-hmm. people at a match, mm-hmm. they're not all. Not all going to say no. That would be terribly boring. Yeah. Just so. before you start your actual average mean player ratings, what would it say? What would, what would it take to get a nine on your scale? So I've only ever handed out one ten. Okay. Ever. Yeah. And that was for uh, Matt Doherty. Really? At Stoke away in the FA Cup last year. Ten out of ten. He um, he set up Costa's goal. Yes. Then he scored a blinding free kick. Stunning free kick. And he was impeccable mm. defensively. He, mm. ma- he made a couple of really important like goal-saving clearances. Yes. So it literally, it was perfect performance. The perfect. A goal, an assist, and some incredible defending mm. in an amazing result away at Stoke. I thought, I can't, you can't really get any better than that. No, so you got a 10. So you got a 10. There's, there hasn't been many nines this season. Cavalero, I think, has got the most, and Neves has got a couple. Mm-hmm. So a nine, you generally generally want a goal or an assist and to, to dominate the game, I suppose. I so what's, what's a seven? A seven is slightly above. A six is bang average. You start out at six for me. Because yeah. that's the old champ manager you way, just, isn't it? You start about that about 9 pm, DO6. A bang average, <laughs> and then you work your way down the order. Then after a few points. Finish up with a two. Yeah, a few points. They're <laughs> a 10 out of 10. In my eyes. And then you wake up and there were three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. spot on. Judah knows. So, uh, six is the old champ man way. Six mm. is bang average. You start at six. Okay. Is six it, okay then? Is six, six is fine? Meh. 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 Didn't do anything okay. badly, but didn't really have an impact on the game. Okay. Seven's the next step up from that. Yeah. Eight's a very good performance. So not, five will, not, nine's pretty exceptional. Five were going below below what's required. Yeah, and, and then what's all, expected. And then all over down to one for one. Con, for Connor Cody at Sheffield United. Ooh, excellent. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Okay, so Yeah. I'll, man. I'll, I'll put it over to you then. Well, who's, who's well, top well, of the well I'll put it back on to you. Who do you think is joint first? Ooh. Which two players Ooh. are joint first? With an average of seven point two. 7.2. Because so they all work out, all the players are between 6.1 and 7.2. Because mm. so over the course of a yeah, few weeks, it all yeah. becomes averages out, doesn't it, really? So, well, it anyway. depends whether you did. I mean, I know you've got B statistics, but if you're doing proper decimal place, I assume you're only doing one decimal place. If you're doing two or three, you can round up or anyway, down. Anyway. Okay. Top um, two. Well, I've got to go Jota. No. 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 Okay, now let me think. Let me think. Goes okay. missing. A, goes missing in a lot of games, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you got to think. So I'm, oh, actually, no. So we're looking for consistently good. Okay, here. I'm going to go defense then because I think defense is where the key is. And I'm going to go for Willy Bolly, big Willy Bolly. Ting. Oh yes. <laughs> Top of the shot. And uh, and and. Connor Cody. Ting. Oh, boom. Ting, 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 ting. Even even <laughs> even with it. Even with your three. Uh, yes. Wow. Yes. 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 Yeah. But Bolly hasn't played as many as him, so yes. Cody's had more games to bring his average back up. Okay. So yeah, Cody and, and Bolly. Top two. Just, I mean, how many mistakes have these guys made throughout the whole season? Not many. But it's amazing when you talk about and, Wolves as attacking threat, and yet mm, the top of the shop are the two. Well, defenders. this is what we've been talking about the last three weeks when they've got these when they've played badly and still won mm. because it's the defence that's getting them through this, and Nuno admits that as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. So third and fourth, joint, joint, joint. Just going back to the whole Ooh. Willy Bolly thing. So does that mean when we were in Austria and I said I saw Willy Bolly for the first time and I think he could be anyway, player of the season? The... Is he your player of the season so far, Willy Bolly? No, Connor Cody gets it for me. Okay, just because. Because of the journey and he's and he's captain and he's never played in this position before. Because of the journey, you sound like something from X Factor. <laughs> uh, third and fourth. Um, right, Don't okay. stop me believing. Joint, joint third, basically. <laughs> Right, okay. Mm. I'm going to say Bonatini. No, there's, no. Yeah. No, because he had a slow start to the season. Okay. If you remember. There's, there's, there's 
Surprising, these two. Surprising. Are they? Both surprises. So maybe they haven't played enough games or not many games. Oh, Matt. But still done well. Who would that be? Not played as many games, but still done I'm well. I'm going to say Mr. Bennett. Yeah. Yeah. Ting, ting. And one more. Uh, still not played a lot of games. Along, along similar lines, Nathan. Okay. You can do this. Uh, Vinagra? Danny Bart. Oh, Danny Bart. Yeah. Danny Bart, really? Again, again. Mm. C- can you tell me a mistake that Danny or Ryan have made that's led to a goal? Not really. Well, I can tell you plenty in previous seasons, but yeah, no, yeah. not this year, no. Or that or have even have led to goal-scoring yeah, chances. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Their performance level is exceptionally high. I was surprised at that. But that's the way the cookie comes. What, what are they? What, what ratings? Se- they're seven point one, so they're slightly down. Okay. And then in fifth place on the on seven, bang on Bally. seven is Bally. no Jota. No, someone you haven't mentioned yet. Uh, Nevsh. 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 And then and then Jota, Cavalero, and Doherty are. So they're all, all in the high sixes, are they? Are all six point nine average. Really? Yeah. I feel like that's a bit low. But you know, I, I thought that as well. But when you're looking through it, Jota's had a few fives where he's not really done anything. Yeah. Last has done nothing really for three games in a row. He's been pretty average. I guess the thing is, is that when they do so, well, like if they're yes. up and down, they're, they're winning games, aren't they, for you? Yes. Or in, in inverted commas, winning games with goals and assists and stats. And everyone remembers the, cool, the goals and do. the assists yes. and, and the fancy flicks or whatever. Yeah. It's the consistently grinding out performances at the back that aren't, mm. aren't as headline grabbing so to speak so who's towards the bottom then who's underachieved yes right let's start who's the worst who's played quite a few games who's the lowest rated player? I'm going to say probably Costa no he's third from bottom okay I'm going to say someone who's received a fair amount of criticism on, on this podcast oh have they oh I don't know anyone who's received a fair amount of criticism not currently in the team not currently the team. Oh, okay, Miranda. Yeah, Miranda. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He got three against Cardiff, which Did he? Was, uh, didn't help his cause. What? And he didn't even get sent uh, off. <laughs> so yeah, we haven't seen him since he. Um, Rodders. Since he blundered for the winner at QPR. Yeah. Matt Smith get above him and yeah. Yeah, yeah Rodders. Mm. Shame. Shame. Yeah, shame. Um, started off as one of Nuno's favourites, I think. In the team every week without yeah. fail, and we were like, you know, where's Bennett and where's Bart, mm-hmm. and then. Made too many mistakes and it cost him his place. Mm. And you wonder when he'll get back in now, I suppose. But yeah. you know, he's—I tell you what—out of all the defenders, he's probably the, probably the best one on the ball, as in yes. moving it out from the back. Very, very good on the ball. But like you say, completely, completely out of the picture now, isn't he? Completely out of the picture. Yeah, I think Danny's ne- Danny Bart's next in line to come in. I thought he might have come in on Saturday. I thought um, if Ryan Bennett had been given a ban, but that's not not, not happened. I think after. he would. I think he would. I mean, maybe he might do anyway. I mean, Bennett had a poor, no, not not a great game, was he? Got in that. Thing with Jordan Rose. Yes, yes. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Miranda. Okay. There you go. And and Costa, who's in between? Oh, them, I, th- I think the, actually the highest rated player in the whole squad is Courtney Horse. <laughs> he got nine at Man City. Did he? <laughs> and and not applicable. And Norwich is on eight, but he only played. He's only played four matches. Okay. Norris in the league didn't consider goal today. So. Did you um anything else you want? Anyone? No, I think, I think that's it. That's the highlights. Yep, yep, yep. Interesting yeah. though, I thought. Yeah, very interesting. I mean. You were quite stingy with your st- with your ratings for for the highest ones to be seven point two, but that's fine. No, but n- nobody's playing at eight every week, are they? I know, but if you're on Champ Man, you want people to be seven point eight six or even an eight point one, don't you? For a star player averaging out, I'd love to see the ratings. Yeah. Like if you're seven point two, you're thinking you're just about getting in the team for me. Six point yeah. nines, and it's just like meh. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll, I'll probably do I'll probably do play it down a bit, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, decent, decent. Okay, cool, cool. I enjoyed that. So, are you going to put cool. a little article about that, or uh, is that just something that? If I can find the time. If I can find the time. So, okay. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll keep that as a, a little podcast exclusive. Yes, I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Thank yeah, you yeah, very yeah. much. Okay, yeah, we'll like a podcast exclusive. Right, shall we do questions or shall we speak to our Portuguese expert? What do you reckon? 
Uh, I think we should get him on the blower. Should we get him on the blower? Questions always take a while, don't they? Okay, okay, okay. Let's have a look now. <laughs> I'm doing this on speakerphone, so the, the the quality might not be amazing. No, we did it with your mate from Hull. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's have Where's, a look. Uh, where does he live? Hull. Lisbon. Um, I'm not sure. He's, he's back and forth between Portugal and East Coast somewhere, I think. I think he might be Ipswich. Norwich. Ipswich area. Norwich oh, okay. Area. Right, right. But um, let's see, let's see. Okay. I've never spoken to this 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 oh, right. Alex before, <laughs> so hopefully he doesn't speak in Portuguese. Right, okay, yeah. And he's just got very very excellent uh, skills with uh, English writing. It'd be great if he had a really weird voice. Okay, me? here we go. Hello, Nathan. Stop <laughs> <laughs> French, man. You sure. can't rip him before he even spoken to the no, guy. No, actually, he probably won't listen. It's fine. Wow, really? Okay, <laughs> Alex, I'm so sorry for listening to this. Let's have a look. Okay, here we go. Oh, is it ringing? Silence is great at the podcast. It feels like... Oh, it's ringing. It's ringing. Oh, 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 Oh. Ah, here we go. Alex, Alex, how are you? It's Nathan Judah on the ENS Wars podcast. How are we? I'm very well, thank you. Very well, thanks for having me on. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, excellent! Well, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm joined by Mr. Tim Spears. Tim. We're live on the podcast. Do not swear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll try my best. I'll try my best. Alex, so, great to speak to you. I follow you. I follow you on Twitter, mate. Love your stuff. Oh, thanks very much. Thank you. Okay, this this loving. I like this. Okay, so so Alex, you know, you're Portuguese expert. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself? How you came to to be a Portuguese expert? Um, and um, you know, a little bit about your career so far. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, to be honest, it was all a bit of a coincidence. Uh, you know, I started out on Twitter just put out a few a few tweets and it, it grew from there really uh yeah i haven't really haven't really had much of a career to be honest with you it's just more of a of a hobby more than anything so yeah it's, it's just it just started on twitter and it went from there and, and portuguese football though and you know obviously you, you follow you follow a lot of the clubs and, and nuno when he was at portugal and um uh, uh, you know at porto and playing champions league from from a portuguese point of view was it a bit of a shock that he that he went to wolves uh yeah in a way i suppose it was um Although at the same time he's always wanted to manage in the Premier League, you know he's got the association with George Mensch, uh, you know the the super agent himself. So it was it was it was a bit of a surprise, but at the same time when you look at it from a, a broader perspective, it kind of makes sense. It was a great path into the Premier League, which is where he ultimately wants to be. Um, and so yeah, I think I think that a lot of people were surprised because he also did quite a good job at Porto as well. There were there were a lot of clubs apparently that were interested in. Uh, that are already an established European side. So it was a bit of a gamble for him. But I think, you know, it's paying off big time, really, for him. What do you think his, uh, his ambitions will be, Alex? Do you, think, do you think he's looking at Wolves as a kind of a long-term project, maybe three, four years? Or is, or is he thinking, get him to the Premier League, season in the Premier League, and then he'll look to get back in the, in the Champions League? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's an interesting question, actually. I think that... Yeah. Um, that's the first. <laughs> I think that... Uh, I mean, you can see he turned down Everton quite far, quite quickly. You know, he, he's dedicated to the cause. Uh, the, the association with Mensch also makes it very likely that he'll want to build. Mensch, we've had Nevsh. We've had Nevsh before, but I haven't heard Mensch, but I quite like it. I think that could be the new thing. Is that, is that how it's supposed to be pronounced, Mensch? Yeah, George Mensch. Yeah, absolutely, oh. absolutely. I, th- I love that. I see, I like see, that. something we don't we, we don't get on this podcast. Mm. You see, brand new. I love that. I love that info. Mm-hmm. Sorry, carry, sorry. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> um, I've lost my track now. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. I think I think that he could actually be looking to build a bit of a dynasty at Wolves. I think. Ooh, I like that word. I, I, yeah, I, I think that you know 
it, it all falls into place quite nicely for him. I think this this is the perfect cover really for him. Uh, you know, he's he's loved by the fans. You know, absolutely adored by the fans from what I've seen. He's uh, he's got you know the great financial backing. He's got uh, players that he's able to attract uh, to a club that you usually wouldn't expect to see such quality. Um, you know coming in so I think that yeah I think he's, he's very happy um, we'll have to see I, I, I hope he stays for the next few years I think that he can build something special here do, do you feel his stock in Portugal and, and the Portuguese media and do you feel his stock's a lot higher now are they taking note of, of Wolves back in Portugal yeah they, I mean Ojo who are the, uh, the, the Porto based uh, paper they they, they reporting on Wolves all the time you know keeping the Portuguese people up to date on, on how he's doing and yeah they're very impressed by him I think you know what is at Porto for example he he was very successful in a way I think that he got a team that weren't expected to compete for the title right up there until the end of the season um, and he, he got them so hard to beat you know the defensive record was incredible uh, they conceded 30 goals the year before he joined only 19 the year he was there um, and so he was, he was a very solid solid coach um, and the only problem for him was really scoring goals against uh, the, the lower league teams you know he suffered five or six uh, pretty shocking nil-nil results and we saw the same with against Sunderland actually against a, uh, you know, a, a lower league team who had 10 men for a while so I think that that's always been the concern with the with the fans particularly more so than the press that he's not as good going forward as you might want him to be um, just moving on to to the players, Alex. Um, I, I, I had a question on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about Ruben Neves slash Nevsh, um, about about his chances of making it into the Portugal squad in Russia. Because obviously he came in for the last couple of friendlies. I know I know they picked a kind of a reserve squad for those two games. Was it Saudi Arabia and somebody else? But do you, do you think he's got any chance at all at making it to the to the World Cup? Well, yeah. I mean, he's in an unfortunate position in the fact that Portugal have two excellent uh, defensive midfielders already, which is his natural position. You know, they've got Danilo Pereira and William Cavalho, who are guaranteed to be on the plane to Russia. Um, so if one of those two gets injured, I would say, yeah, I'm very confident that he would actually would he would actually get a spot in, in the squad. Because Blimey. I would say that he's probably Portugal's third best defensive midfielder. But also, <laughs> wow. yeah, because, you know, he's got the reputation. Captain Porto, Porto aged uh, 18, remember, so he's got the, the experience, uh, which is vastly beyond his youthful years actually so he, he's well loved in Portugal they know all about him you know he's got a huge future ahead of him he's still such a talent such a prospect for the future so yeah I think if one of those two gets interested he'll be in it and also we, we see that Renato Sanchez is struggling at, um, at Swansea at the moment Adrian Silva hasn't been able to play for Leicester because of the, the failed transfer um, yeah, and those are two players that went to the Euros in 2016. So if those two aren't going to go to the World Cup, which looks very likely. There's space opening up, and maybe he could take a, you know one of their places as well and play a little bit more of a free role like he has at Wolves, a bit further forward than the defensive-minded players of Danilo Pereira, for example. Now, so there's someone, someone Alex, who's, um, who's, who's come in and we didn't really know too much about um, is Diogo Jota and what a stunning impact he's had. Is, is it has it been surprising to you that, that he's done so well in a, in a in a rough and tumble championship at that? Because he loves a kick, by the way, and he gets up and he gives as good as he gets. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that was the, the only issue really that we had, and the only concern regarding Jota was whether he could adapt to the physicality, you know, of the championship. Yeah. Um, 
and you know he, he's been treated to some really you know quite violent um, challenges. You know they really uh, assaults. Assaults is the word you're looking yeah, for. I think, yeah, I think that that's that's probably a fair assessment. I think that it's been you know really quite harsh treatment uh, to try and intimidate him to put him off his game. But he's just you know he's he's bounced back. He's got up. He's he, yeah he's given as good as he got. Um, and it's not a surprise that he's been as good as he he has because this is a player remember that he played in all eight of Porto's. Um, Champions League matches last season, at least in some parts. So he's got the experience at the very highest level. You know, he, he scored a goal against Leicester in the 5 0 flashing uh, in the Champions League. Um, and yeah, he's just an incredibly gifted, tenacious player that, that's got great skill. He knows where the back of the net is. He works well and contributes well to the team. So yeah, it's not a surprise at all. He, he's just a quality player, a great signing for us. And if they can get him in permanently, what a, you know, he'll do wonders in the Premier League, I'm sure. Uh, another player with huge potential, Ruben Vinagre. I mean, we, we've seen him seen him quite a few times this season. Um, I think out of out of the um, the few they've got, it's his future's maybe a bit more up in the air. I mean, Wolves like him, but I th- I, you know, from what I gather, they're not sure whether they're going to go through with it permanently or not. I mean, where do you see his future? Because obviously he's on loan from Monaco, and we, and we see that Premier League clubs are looking at him as well. I mean, can you see him staying at Wolves? Um, I think that it would be a, a wise decision for him. Certainly, if I could advise him, I would say to stay at Wolves because he's getting. You know, he's, he's never played a professional game before he arrived at the ball, remember? And he's just slotted in so nicely. He, you know, he's, uh, he's got the Portuguese uh, coach, the Portuguese contingent around him. So he's in a great place. Uh, he's playing a fair, a fair bit at the moment. Uh, he wouldn't get that game time if he moved up into the Premier League, for sure. So, and uh, where do I see him? I think that he's, he's a guaranteed international in the future, certainly. I think he's, he's a huge prospect in Portuguese football. I think that he'll be a future left-back for Portugal if he continues to you know, improve his defensive game. That's the one thing that, that you have to say. He's going to improve defensively. If he gets the game time, you know, continues to progress, then he's going to be a future international. And if well, I, I would advise Wolves to, to, to get him if they can. You know, it'll be an absolutely huge sign. They'll have one of Portugal's biggest prospects on their hands if they manage to, to bring him in on a permanent basis. Absolutely. Fantastic, Alex. Uh, just just one more question before before we go. I know you've got you're a busy man, but um, Wolves, eight points clear, huge huge favourites with the bookies to go up. With these guys who were here, you know, Cavalero, Costa, Neves, Jota, you know, are these players? Is the Premier League going to suit them even more? Do you feel, or do you feel that they they need to step up a, a little bit more from what they're showing? I mean, these are players that, that played in the Champions League a lot of them. And um, with, with Nuno Espirito Santo at the helm, you know, he's an incredibly, incredibly uh, well-structured, organised manager. You know, he gets his teams very defensively solid. And I think that that will actually, it will actually improve Wolves' results, if anything. Well, it can't really improve them. But I think that they'll do a lot better than, than people expect because he, 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 he makes it so hard to, to beat the teams. And, and when Man City, Arsenal, you know, the big sides of the Premier League come and attack at Wolves, they're, they're going to struggle to score. We saw it against uh, Manchester City in the League Cup. You know, 120 minutes that they had a chance to score with some huge players on the pitch, and they didn't manage to score. So I think that with, with the coach, with the players that they have, and a few more additions, yeah, they're going to be a, a huge player in the Premier League. I'm sure they won't have any trouble staying in the league, I'm sure. Tell you what, Alex, absolute top geezer. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate him. Yeah, brilliant, mate. Great insight. Thank you. Uh, we'll have to get you. We'll have to get you on on the podcast. Get get you in the studio at some point as well in the in the new year when and um, when we can get a, a special day. You come in and we'll do the first the, the full hour with you. Uh, it might be a little It'll bit of fantastic. a fantastic. Go on. Yeah, and keep up the good work you're doing. It's absolutely fantastic. You know, very entertaining, very insightful. 
Thank you very much. Top man. Alex, thank you very much. Take care, mate. Have a good one. All right, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, what a geezer. Yeah, what, what dude. Hey. like that guy. Can't knock that. Got a normal voice as well. Yeah, he has got a normal voice. Sounds, sounds normal rather than some of the guests we get on here. I, um, I, it, it didn't start off well when he said he hasn't had a career. I was like, <laughs> He's <laughs> got a career. He's just playing uh, himself down. Makes three of us, mate. That's <laughs> 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 no, some good stuff now. I liked his stuff on uh, Neves. Don't mm. start calling him Neves, don't. Who? You. What do you mean? It's Neves. Okay. Just because we've got a Portuguese expert, you want you, 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 you to try and impress him. What about Mensch? Louise Mensch. George <laughs> um, Mensch. No, the line on Neves being the third best defensive midfielder uh, in Portugal's ranks, that's... That's unbelievable. That's, um, yeah, very interesting to hear. It does give him a decent chance of getting in the squad, certainly if there's any injuries. And then Vinagre says guaranteed international of Portugal, and I, I thought it, I thought he spoke very wisely on Vinagre actually mm-hmm. saying, you know, yes, there's a lot of clubs looking at him, but with Wolves he can grow as a player, he can spend yeah. a few years as a permanent player rather than going to Man United and mm-hmm. being loaned out perennially for mm-hmm. a few years, you know. So yeah, because he he's a fantastic talent. Yeah, as Alex said, he does need work defensively, but um, he's one that could really come on in the next couple of years if Wolves manage to keep hold of him. And, and look, Nuno said about the the recruitment in the summer, this summer just gone that. They they really researched, but they got a little bit lucky as well, and they've now got to you know take advantage of that look, don't they? They've got a group of players who are performing very very well, and they'll want to keep them close, you know, together for for plenty of years. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that there has been a bit of luck involved this summer, and I think Nuno's kind of said that himself. Really, I mean, it is unusual. Obviously, they've worked so hard and they've done some great work on the training ground. But yeah, they've had a slice of luck as well mm. that some of these some of these signings have come off, you know, really quite instantly mm. at the start of the season. So yeah, um, I mean, the issue really with that is yeah, there are five loan players on the books. Yeah. So I know Anjai not really in the team at the moment, mm-hmm. but the other four, you know, you really want to get them signed up. So that's that's going to be important. That's going to cost a lot of money as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's um, but money that's there, ready to go. But the fact they're in such a great position—I mean, if you remember in the summer, all the talk was about when Costa was going. You know, mm-hmm. not if. And uh, they managed to keep hold of him. And if mm-hmm. they get promoted, they'll—I I don't see them struggling to keep hold of any of their permanent signings. It's amazing, fantastic. Right, let's move on. Let's take some. No, I'm changing it. Tim, where yeah, yeah. are we massive where, in? Where, 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 where are we where, massive where, in? Where, Mr. Timothy Spiero. Spiero. Where are we massive in? Nathan Judah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where aren't no we? We had a big no one. Did, did we? We had a big one. Together. <laughs> Just stop it. 4,300. No, we didn't. Not including our many iTunes listeners. <laughs> Uh, including 4,300 including 146 in America and Australia oh, which one there's two countries there <laughs> <laughs> are you going and nuts and then uh, uh, yeah uh, US, US third Canada fourth and Ireland fifth Ireland so yeah but no we have made it somewhere new no we haven't no we have no we haven't no, no we have no, and no, as, no. as you know yeah. as you know I spent a couple of hours <laughs> yes, at, at three in the morning wow, I, I, don't, I, don't think I, I don't think I revealed the time uh, when I was talking about this a couple Red weeks ago and a, and, a, and a bit of Donna <laughs> I, I mean meat not the lady Wee. terrible <laughs> uh, so yeah we, we have made it somewhere new mm. so we're big gone massive in Philippines. The Philippines. <laughs> the Philippines. Let's go. Fouquet. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? What? <laughs> oh dear. 
<laughs> Brilliant. Very good. Very good. Uh, I don't even know what that means, but it's quite. It's funny. a place in. It's a place oh, in the right, Philippines. Okay, right. Okay. Right. 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 Oh, it's right, at right. Thailand. <laughs> oh, Phuket. Yes. Phuket. Yes. Carry on. <laughs> the Philippines. Yes. The Philippines. Uh, where is it? Uh, the Philippines is between Indonesia and Singapore. Is it? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's rather down. Uh, it's in Southeast Asia. It's on that. It's on the right side of the world map. Back in the back area. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm here, Carl. Right, so... Wow, bud. Wow, bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, you'll yeah. like this, and Tommy will like this. Not. It's got... 7,641 islands. Oh, Tommy will like that. Tommy stat. will like that yes. island. Back, the, uh, it doesn't beat the Island Islands, which I think it's got about 65,000. Okay, but still, uh, yeah, plenty, well, of, plenty of Islands. Not short of, not short of Islands. No. Uh, a capital city. Do you know what it is? Of Thailand. No, for the Philippines. Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kuala Lumpur. Uh, that's Malaysia. <laughs> it's Malaysia. Uh, Manila. Ah, uh, Manila. Yeah. I did know that. Manila. Manila. And its population. There's quite a lot of people there. I'll help you out. Um, 7.3 million. <laughs> Idiot. 103 million. Uh, they like various sports, including basketball, yes. billiards, yes. 10 pin bowling, yes. and SEPA. SEPA? What's SEPA? Se- what is SEPA? I'm glad you asked. Well, it's the Philippines' traditional native sport. Excellent. The game is played by two teams on something that's the size of a tennis court. Okay. There's a net in the middle. Hmm. And it's a tennis thing. it consists of one, two, or four players on each side. The aim of the game is to kick a soft ball yes. back and forth over the net. Oh, we play that. You play that game in tennis. And, and a lot uh, of footballers play that game now. A set of rules determines penalty points, such as if the, the ball can't bounce twice, mm. like tennis, I suppose, mm. as well. Mm. Uh, and the team that gets the most penalty points loses. So basically playing foot tennis. <laughs> it's foot and head tennis. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. What's it called? Sipa. Sipa, which translates as kick to kick. Kick to kick. And they do have a football team. Who are uh, Philippines, yeah. Yeah, and I've unearthed a remarkable finding, really. Is it remarkable? You're building your role up here. I think so. Their Maybe. record cap holder. Yes. 30 year old lad. Mm. He's got 95 caps and 40, 48 goals. Oh, record. His name, mm. Phil Young Husband. Phil Young Husband? And he came through the Chelsea Academy. Did he? Yeah. Phil Young Husband. Wowzer. <laughs> His brother, Steve Old Wife, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, yeah, he's still playing. Thirty years old. Never, never. Whereabouts? Whereabouts is he playing? At Chelsea? No, abroad. Mm. Mm. Um, and Neil Lethbridge is in the Philippine squad. Do you remember? Yes, the yes. Warsaw shot stopper. Yes. Now, now at um, Chesterfield, Cardiff. Come on, yeah, man. of course it is. Yeah. God, your lack of football knowledge never ceases. Wow. Uh, anyway, uh, lower ta- league maybe. Town City's banter. Mm. Three new Town Cities this week. Okay. For your delectation. Decent. Marie Haim. She's a nice lady. <laughs> Marie Haim. Yeah. Australia. Marie Ham. It's in Finland. Okay. Katrine Holm. <laughs> again, 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 a lovely lady. Um, Katrine Holm. Um, Budapest. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> Wait. It's, it's, in, it's in a city, is it? <laughs> oh, just, just What's wrong with you? Mill and fight. This is Sweden. Uh, and Mill Hill. Where's Mill Hill? Mill Wall. <laughs> Where's Mill London. Hill? London. Yeah, Barnet, very good. Boom! Tommy. 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 What? Commented? Commented. He did listen this week. Okay. Uh, we're talking about the Argentine, Argentinian tango or Argentine tango last week. How many week. comments do we have? 20, 30 this week? Just the one. Okay. And he says you can do a Finnish tango yeah. on the vessels mm-hmm. travelling between Sweden and Island Islands and Finland. Wow. Is That's it? some kind of dancing tradition. Okay. On the vessels. What? On, okay. You do the 
finished tango. What's well, kind of finished food? Like reindeer and stuff. That's kind of finished Ooh. food, isn't it? Yeah. I'd like to try reindeer. No, you can't. You can't eat Rudolph at Christmas, man. No, maybe not Christmas. I do in January. Okay. So mm. yeah, I've read a couple of emails. Hit me. Emails. Emails. We love an email. We do so love an email. Get we, our... we love an email. And we love a picture, and we haven't had many pictures recently. So send us some pictures. That's an order. <laughs> where, 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 where are you listening? Even if, even if it's in Rowley Regis. Yeah, send us a picture. Send us a picture. Of what? Of just you listening to Yeah, podcast. I think so. All oh, right, cool, yeah. Because we did have please, the holiday please, one, didn't people. we? Yeah. People listen to it on the holiday. That's it, in the we summer. Loved, we loved yeah, those Yeah, in the pictures. summer we had loads from all over the place. Finn in the Maldives kicked it all off. Yeah, he did, yeah. If you remember. Finnage. Finnage. Finnegan. Finnerton. Hasn't been in touch for a while, Finnage. No. Well, yeah. he's, got, got, he's, too, he's outgrown us. Yeah, quite, yeah, quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> the man is a mountain. So uh, no, li- anywhere you are, mm. I'd, uh, you know, just tweet. Please tweet us a picture. Totally. <laughs> mm, I should leave it. Alone, <laughs> right. Uh, we've had an email. Oh my god! What? And I've printed it off, and I've got his name on it. Wow! Oh, let's try and find wow. that. Co- I copied and pasted his email, and I can't find it now. Wow! So I'll move. I'll move on to another email. Yeah. S- second email. Mm. Mr. Cooper, hanging with Mr. Cooper. Tommy. Mr. No, Mr. Cooper. No, Tommy Cooper. <laughs> right, very good. Uh, my English teacher. Oh, he's back in, back in touch. Hero. Okay. Well, we didn't answer his question last week. If you remember, we ran out of time. Oh, okay. So I'll get on to it now. Okay. Hit me. Hindsight is famously 2020. <laughs> well, he's right. He's not wrong. Yeah. If we could turn back the clock. The clock. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> if we could turn back so, the clock. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm all over Sorry, mate, You've today. already got it, pal. Would we? <laughs> 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 Just in time for Christmas. I wish we all could turn out the clock. <laughs> very good, very good. You're such an idiot. If we could turn back the clock, would we still pay 13 million for Helder Costa? Ah, uh, that's a good question. In hindsight. That's good. I was now, it is a good question, were you? And I, so I was looking at Costa's stats since he signed permanently. If you remember, it was straight after the Liverpool game, do you remember? Mm. Mm. Are you listening to me? Yes, yeah, so we won the way back. You were tweeting it. You were excited. We were, we were yes. playing a game with how many retweets and stuck my exclusive out in the car, didn't I? You did, yeah. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. <laughs> stuck your exclusive out in the car. Well, no, where's uh, this podcast uh, going? Nathan was driving us back from Anfield, and I was working on the laptop. Yeah. And published the. Yeah, it was exclu- exclu- exclusive. Mm, was, the, yeah, the, the, absolutely. The, the, they were going to sign Costa. If so, it was the perfect day, if Carsberg could do it's days. It's such a perfect day. You're on your own on this. (laughs) Don't you like that song? Yeah, oh no. Okay. Uh, Such a... (laughs) Oh, such a perfect day. (laughs) Do you remember that bit? (laughs) Tommy, Tommy see it. (laughs) So since we signed Costa... Keep me... (laughs) Come on, man. It's Christmas special. No, come on, content. We need content. All right, all right. Uh, 24 appearances Mm. since since we signed him permanently for £13 million. Oh, since we signed him permanently, okay. Yes. Yes. Four goals. Yeah. Four assists. Yeah. Modest return, I think you'd say. Yes. For 13 million. Are we including substitute appearances coming up from injury this, yes, this year? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. But the, the question remains, it's almost a year now since, mm-hmm. since he signed him permanently. Mm-hmm. 24 appearances, four goals, four assists. Mm-hmm. Has he been worth 13 million? Well, it depends whether you... As, uh, uh, smashed the club record from 7 million to 13 million. Smashed, obliterated the club record. Huge amount of money. Well, it depends, it, whether, it? it depends whether you're assessing him from, from that point, January no, no, the 1st uh, onwards, uh, or the, uh, the whole package. No, no, I thought it was quite an instant, just an instant yeah, point yeah, to yeah. look back on, because he's, you know, form did dip a little bit. From my point of view, and last back end of last season and the start of this season was a bit of a wash, I'm still absolutely delighted and excited to have Hest- held a cost of £30 million in Wolves' squad. And I think he could be the absolute key second half of the season, and I actually think that the Premier League would be a great league for him to, to perform at. 
I agree. I wouldn't change it for the world. But he's not in the team at the moment. Not at the moment. A lot of money for someone who's not in the team. But Wolves have been ama- amazing no, no, looking no, with no, injuries. No, I know, but looking at it from a, from a package point of view and a signing point of view and a value for money point of view, yeah. not worth it yet. For me, the interesting thing would be, and I don't know and I'll try and find out, is how the deal is structured. If it's five million up front and then it's two million if he gets to Premier League, uh, two million if he wins a Portugal cap, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. Then, and I, Wolves are pretty shrewd at that, so I'd imagine they have done something like that. Yeah. Then that would, that would work out far better and you'd say fair enough yeah. if it was an incentive-based mm-hmm. deal, structured deal. Yeah. But 13 million flat, which I'm sure it isn't, um, yeah, not, not, hasn't, hasn't justified that fee yet. I think you got to say. But he's had a debilitating injury for many months. Uh, I agree with you. I think he'll have a much better second half of the season. I'd start him against Ipswich on Saturday. Agreed. Uh, because Jotson Cavalera looks a little bit out of sorts in the last couple of games. So, that's your question, Mr Cooper. Not oh, yet. But yeah. I think he will be. Okay. And I think they could sell him for more than that. If he has, if he has, a, if he has a good six months like he did last year, mm. they could easily sell him for more than that. Absolutely, especially in the current climate. Good question, though. It was a good question. A, bit, a little bit more from Mr. Cooper. <clears throat> you said on the last podcast, you were talking about Neves on the last podcast. Remember the last question? Saying Neves, no goals, no assists. Is, he, is this guy getting two questions, is he? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I love this guy. This guy's my hero. Um, repeating again, where's the end product from Neves? This is before Sheffield United, yeah. Sheffield Wednesday, I might add. Uh, I believe someone like David Silva would have unlocked that Sunderland defence with ease. Um... Oh, he says some nice things about us as well. Your video journey with Nathan has been a joy to follow. Oh, we like, like this, don't we? Yeah, I like that. Praise of the week. Praise of the week. He also adds, dropping you two in China next summer, if oh. Wolves tore that, would be rich in comic potential. I see, literally rich. Make I mean, it already happen. Been, we've been discussing this for the last year. Make it happen, Jeff, he yeah. says. So, yeah, no, and again, he makes a good point about, you know, Nevis' end product, still no assists, two goals. Mm. I, I agree, he needs to do more. Mr. Yeah. Cooper got it going on. Yeah, but at the end of the day, important goal, last one up. Yep, very very important. So you know, I'd rather him score in a in a, in a bang average one nil win oh, at Sheffield Wednesday than, than the fourth of a you know five one route somewhere else. You know, sexy goal by the yeah, way. Yeah, it was a sexy, sexy goal. Time. Sexy time. Uh, just quickly, I know I know we'll push for time as always. As always. Good day. Good day. Good day. Hello. Good day. Hello. Loving the show. I listen every week for my Wolves fix. Says Ian Hughes. Oh, Hughesy. Uh, just getting ready for the Ashes. Merv, day, Merv's brother. Day, t- <laughs> day two in oh. my home city in Perth. Excellent. So we know how that ended up. Yeah, not we great. Did. Yeah, not great. Seen a few Wolves flags. I've got to say, have you, have you, I have seen a few. I've seen a few. Brilliant. Flags. Yeah, I can't knock that. Just wanted to let you know. There we can, actually, we can, we can be a tour guide for some of the Wolves fans who are going out there. You know what I mean? We can be a compare. We can hope be a host. Just wanted to let you know there is a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> there's a wolf shirt hanging up in the Wacker Museum. Is that? According to Ian Hughes, Wowza. from wow. when Wolves toured there, which was 2009, mm. and trained at the Wacker. Yes, there's some video footage of that. It's very right. interesting. It was great to see them live, no life. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Everyone survived. <laughs> it was great to see them live and live, uh, as I never thought that they'd ever play here, especially in Perth. They never thought they existed. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping to get to the UK in April. Uh, to get to a game, and I really want to check out the museum as I heard it's great. It is great. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, no, right. You've got to go, man. Well, we should do a video from there. I t- I've, already, I've already told you this. I'll, gi- I'll give you all your ideas. Oh, wow. <laughs> Honestly, it's not the kind of thing you can rush, though, for the peeps. If you're going to go, have a day off, go two, three hours in the afternoon. No, really that long? Two hours, yeah. Really? 
If you want to study it properly, like you see know. the trophy cabinet. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bustling. Have a great one, guys. Keep up the good work. All the best, Ian Hughes. Thanks, Ian. He sent a couple of pictures from the cricket. I'll tweet, tweet one out of the podcast. Top lad. What a legend. What a legend. Should we take some other questions then? From the from the Twitter. Do you know what? Do you know what we're, we're at time right at the moment? By the way. No, we're really late. Fifty-one minutes. Jesus. We are late. We are late today. Um, so let's let's try and. But this is the last we're... segment, isn't it? What, apart from abuse of the week, competition time, fantasy Premier League, John Ruddy, number one question mark, January transfers, team news and predictions, yeah? It's the last, it's the last right, segment. let's crack on with the questions then. <laughs> okay, let's have a go. Okay, um, oscillating wildly, oh, that says guy. that guy. Uh, oh, yeah. Does Dave Edwards phone ahead when he pops back into Wolves or just turn up impromptu? A la David Brent at Wernham Hog? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's not great, is it? Moving on. Yeah. I didn't read it properly. <laughs> okay, let's have a look. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, Nick Sampson. What do you think? Nick? I met Nick this week. Did you? Met him yesterday at uh, Newcastle Hospital. Really? Yeah, yeah, Nick Sampson. Yeah. Top guy? I asked if he was related to Kenny and he said he might be. Oh, really? Yeah, Kenny Sampson, yeah. Not Sampson with the hair? No. No? no Strength? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, nice guy. His little lad, uh, James, in hospital, a five-month-old lad. Met, uh, he met a couple of players. Oh, well, I better check to see if this question's worthy of um, worthy of reading out then. Okay, yes. Good, good question. What do you think our January window shopping list will uh, look like? What what might who might actually join us? I.e., bench warmers of Europe, good players in relegation battles, or teams that are broken need the money. It's quite good that. Yeah, it's quite good. Uh, yeah. The first one. Bench warmers of Europe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good movie that. Bench warmers <laughs> of Europe. Okay. Cool. Cool. Very nice man. He is very nice man. Gabriel Russell. At GW underscore Russell um, asks, should we let Bright leave in January either permanently or on loan? He's not getting mm. a look in, is he, at the moment? Oh, you say that, but he's, he's in the matchday squad every single week. So that, that but is, why is he not coming that, on that to is, That is a look in, isn't it? No, Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. He's in the squad every week, so mm. no. Unless no. they sign a couple of players in January, then no. Okay. I'd like to see him give him more game time, but I don't think Nuno trusts him defensively. Mm. That's, so that's the big thing about sports team. They defend from the front. Every man defends yes. and every man attacks. So there's no role for him in, so, in the formation. But he, he doesn't defend, does he? He's not. He's not learned to be a team player yet. We've, we've so where, where, can, where can he play and then where can he get away with him? I think he's a mercurial substitute. Really? But he's yeah. But Bonatini's fitness has been a lot better, so hmm. yeah, we haven't really seen much of him. I, I think we said I'd, I'd love to see him brought on against Sunderland. I thought they needed something different, and he'd have been perfect. But um, Nuno doesn't trust him. I think it's the what's, issue his, what's his chance of getting an international call up? Yeah, hi. Niger- yeah. Well, Nigeria in the World Cup got a very, very, very good team at the moment, but um, so you're not going to get looking there then. No, not for the World Cup. No. Okay. Um, Steve Lee's at Measle Wolf says, "When should future development of Molyneux take place, and what should be the revised capacity?" Oh, yeah. Good just, question. Just got to send a really quick text. Can you can you fill in for a sec? Yes, um, because you know, with Wolves looking to hopefully go to the Premier League, I think we've discussed in previous podcasts that. Uh, plans are underway to at least fill in some of the gaps and to increase the attendance. How long is the text going to be? Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, another 15 seconds. Okay. Um, but, I mean, what we are at the moment, Tim, te- capacity-wise? Just write the text. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm done now. Right, so... Capacity-wise, yeah. what are we at the moment? Great question from a great guy. Okay. Love that guy. Yeah. Steve Lees, is it, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Who was the message to? Leesy does it. Leesy does it. Leesy. 
Lise, Lise. Capacity at the moment is to, to the number. 31,700. Okay, 31,700, and what are we looking at? When we so, fill in the gaps. Saw this question pop up earlier. Yeah. Uh, when's it going to happen? Yeah. As soon as you get promoted, they're yeah. going to push the button yeah. on the on the bully, the bully stand, I would have Push thought. the button and let me know you got it. <laughs> Christ. So, uh, yeah, uh, saw Steve's question pop up earlier. Great question. Mm. Interesting, really. Mm. You look at it. Wolves are selling out a lot now. They sold out again for Ipswich. Yeah. 30k, no problem. Yeah. Premier League, 30k, mm-hmm. no problem. Mm-hmm. When you start looking above that, interestingly, yes. <clears throat> everyone thinks about the glory days in the 50s when Wolves got 50,000 a week. Yeah. If you look at the averages in Wolves' history, mm-hmm. you listening to me? I'm listening to you. Yeah, I'm just sorting out the tweets for the next next couple. In Wolves' history, they've only averaged more than 40,000 attendance on three occasions. Right. And the most recent one of those was in 1950. Okay. So, because the figure I kind of had in mind would be 40,000, mm-hmm. you know, because... The, yeah. But I, I think that might be a bit big if you're looking at it traditionally. Even when they were winning the title, the last time they won the title, 1958-59. Yes. Won the title. And football boomed in the 50s in terms of tennises, didn't it? Everyone had massive tennises. Wolves' average attendance the last year they won the title was 38,000. Yeah. So, if they're in the Premier League... I mean, we saw in the third year in the Premier League, they weren't selling out Molyneux every week. And no. I know they were getting beat every week as well, by the way. Well, with the whole TV but, schedule as well these days, it's, it's yeah. very difficult. And to... I, think, I think in the first year, I think they could sell out 40,000 most weeks mm. because you'd be having 5,000 away fans every week. Yeah. And I think they could sell it out. But once you stabilise yourself, if you stabilise yourselves in the Premier League, we've seen it time and again. And we see There's it with, with the very near neighbours here yeah. at West Brom. West Brom's attendances are awful this Dreadful. season. I speak to... West Brom correspondent Matt Wilson about this yesterday. Uh, everyone kind of seems at a loss as to why. Yeah. Um, something you can't really put your finger on. It's not to do with prices. There's, there's a multitude of factors there. But you see it time and again. When teams stabilise themselves, these tendencies mm-hmm. drop off. Because it's boring playing for 10th place every year, isn't it? So I think 40,000 would be too big. Um, okay. I think they should be looking maybe at like 37,000, 38,000. Yeah. Really. And you could sell out that for the big games. 100%. But I don't think... Judging on history, like I said, interestingly... They've averaged over 40,000 since 1950. So, so what do you mean attendance is going to be there? So they're not going to sell so out 40,000 stadium every week, is my point. So I think, think? Like I said, I think if they've got 30,000 capacity or thereabouts, they'd sell that out for all the big games, particularly if they're doing well under Nuno and fighting for a top half, as people mm. people hope. And then for the, for the smaller games, Burnley at home, I don't think you're going to sell out. Yeah, I know, but what I'm saying is, I mean? is, is when, when they fill in the gaps, what is the actual capacity going to be? What do you think the official capacity will be? When the original plans from 2010, which had changed now, it was going to be about 37,000. Okay. So we're thinking around that for starting next season? I think so. Okay, good stuff. Um, a lot of people asking about transfer targets, Tim. Transfer targets, any any more news? Any, any more peeps? Any more names? Just to add, I think when they do the Steve Bull stand, the capacity won't go up by a huge amount. It's when they do the South Bank that it'll rocket. Rocket. So, yeah. South uh, Bank cop, copper-esque or we're going two tier? Yeah, no, it'd be single tier. That, okay. That's why that's why they're changing the 2010 plans okay. and, that never got finished. Okay. Transfer targets. No, do you know, it's pretty quiet as far as names go. I know that they're um, looking all over Europe. They're looking domestically. They're looking at loans. They're looking at permanence. And the bottom line is it's got to be Premier League quality at the end of the day. So as soon as I get any concrete whispers on names, I shall put them all over Twitter and stuff. Uh, David Sutton should we give Nuno the freedom of Wolverhampton as a Christmas present for what he's done so far this season people saying Nuno's God uh, yes, all over the place lie, including some people that are very close to me <laughs> you said it in a bloody video the other day did I 
He's doing a good job, though, isn't he? He's doing a very good job and, from, from, uh, from 22 matches. Ah, I sense that. I sense in your voice that you're not convinced. No, I'm, I'm convinced. I, just, I don't think she'd be given freedom of the city. Okay, okay. <laughs> what about if they go up? She'd be getting some sort of award. What? Well, yeah, he'll get the championship championship winners <laughs> medal. <laughs> uh, but, 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 when uh, let's have a look. Still looking for ones here. Um, our wolves, uh, Keith Cox. Our wolves already. That's not great. Not a great um, grammar for me, <laughs> Keith. Right. Um, our wolves already a good Premiership team. Uh, will Wolves survive in the Premier League? I think is what he's saying. Is he? Well, yeah. Or are they are they decent at the moment? Yeah, they survive. I think they'd finish thirteenth. Thirteenth, okay. Ahead of given the performances they've been given this season, and with a fully fit squad, I think they'd be thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Ahead of all the teams that are below that at the moment. Okay, I might kill you with this question. To be fair, yep. James York, what impact is Wolves making in China today, commercially and via feeder clubs? No, it's not killing me because okay. you know I can. But you, you, you got your finger on the button. Yeah, not not great. A lot, really? No, I mean they tried with pay per view fixtures last season. It didn't really work. They're not doing that anymore. Uh, viewing figures minimal, really. So no, no, no real impact at the moment. That 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 will only come with Premier League football. Okay. Only. And I guess come on, look, look, look at how football is growing in China at the moment. Who cares about wolves in China? Just because a Chinese a Chinese firm owns them, well, there's there's plenty that do that. Look at bloody Barnsley now as well, added to the list. So so why? Well, now they're top of the league. They'll be starting to get more attention. But otherwise, no, they're not making an impact. Not yet. I'm sure it'll come. So if they come to the Premier League, then do you think they'll instantly get Chinese fans on board? Is is that literally is it literally no, that no, simple? No, because that's when you start, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. if Chinese supporters are already supporting other teams such as Manchester United and Manchester City and you know yeah. uh, I'm sure Wolves will get attention and you know Foson seems to think that with the name and the colour uh, they'll stand out mm-hmm. and you know who am I to argue with that so mm-hmm. um, I'm sure it can start when they're in the Premier League but it doesn't seem like it's really started yet OK uh, Declan Byrne oh I love that guy what is your abuse of the year? Baby, I was burned to run. Moving <laughs> 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 on. Yeah, sorry, what? And what is your abuse of the year? I think that's one, for the, that's one for the New Year's Eve Ooh, show. Oh, yeah, we'll do that next week. Yeah, abuse of yeah. the year. Yeah. I'll have to have a think, okay. yeah. I'll have, well, to, go that, through, I'll have that, to go through every podcast. Thank <laughs> another 3 a.m. job for me there. <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you for the questions, because it is time for Abuse of the Week. Abuse of the Week. Abuse of the Week. Abuse of the week. Ah. Ah. Oh, out of breath, out of breath. Dearie me. Um, right, what have we got this week? Tim Spears. How much abuse have we got? Not much. Not much, but is it, is it a goodie? Well, you sent me a bit earlier, but I don't oh, like yeah. it because it's someone someone doing it to get attention, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, okay, yes, to give him the time of day or not. I'm not going to. Okay, let's move on then. Uh, just got a little bit though. There's criticism over running Dave Edwards' articles this week. Which oh, really? Even though they're the most read stories of the on the website, they're absolutely smashing it on the website. Too. I mean, they're the only stories on the website. <laughs> no, no we've got uh, we've got a Nuno story today. We had jo- John Ruddy interview yesterday. Uh, quite a few other bits and bobs. <clears throat> and Edwards, yeah, smashing it, top of the chart. Nice a bit, mo- uh, nice bit about Moxie saying the extract in the book. Very, uh, you know, I've read um, read the Wolves chapters that are in the book. Really interesting. I'd urge any Wolves fan to buy it. It's uh, written by mm. my good friend Paul Berry, Wolves head of media, top man. who's leaving. Boo! Leaving this Boo! week. Last match is the Ipswich game. Crazy. Um, nice to be there to see him off. Bez, as he's. <laughs> 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 you 
it. No. Bez, as he's known, I've got to say, I've been a journalist for eight years. I've been a journalist for, some would say, <laughs> still, still. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. 15, 14 Minutes. years. 14 years, and I've never met a better press officer. Why is stealing my effing thunder? That's oh, just on. what I was going to say. Okay, okay, go on, sorry. Are you kidding me? Go on, go on. Oh, you can say it in a different way. Didn't even know his name till a year ago. <laughs> oh, I, wow. uh, <laughs> no, I speak to Bez every single day, and uh, yeah, he's without doubt the best press officer you, you could ever find. It'd be a huge loss, mm. a huge loss to Wolves, and he won't want any fuss or any attention because that's him all over. But um, yeah, I wish him very well for whatever he chooses to do next. We're sad though, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, so he's written this book with Dave Edwards. Yeah, mm. um, yeah, great reads. Good stuff this week on the day McCarthy was sacked. Uh, today, another extract on, yeah, Jez Moxie being a tight arse and uh, very interesting stuff. Lots of stuff on relegation and whatnot and injuries and depression and um, yeah. Mick McCarthy calling him a rude word, which I gen- literally can't say oh, on okay, here. Okay. Uh, yeah, really good stuff. Mm. Everyone buy it for Christmas. Good stuff, yeah, good just, stuff. just a bit of criticism <clears throat> while you're running some of Dave Ebb's articles. Because he got a book out. Yeah, okay. We're going to have to move on quickly. Okay, Sorry, okay, guys, because okay. we're literally way over. So I'm going to miss off Fancy Premier League. Sorry, but we'll get one before the new year. We'll give you an update. We did have one last week, so we're okay for that. Um, competition time. Socks available this week, along with the egg holder, Ooh. along with the WWE book. Two... Uh, nobody's claimed these no yet. Claiming I'm astonished. Them. No one's claiming them. The WWE book was a big pull. So hopefully we'll get someone who's going to win this week. <laughs> a few of those in that time. Wee! Um, two games this week to predict because we want to give away this iPad Mini. We want to give away the iPad Mini. It's going to go this week. First goal scorer, Tim. Manchester City against Bournemouth. Oh, that's tricky because does Aguero play or not? Well, um, can, can you do that one? Jesus, yeah, okay, I'm going to say Aguero first oh, goal because yeah. Jesus played 120 minutes midweek nice. Carabao Cup, so I think See, Aguero. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, so so I'm going to say Sergio Aguero. You can go to you can you can do Wolves against Ipswich. Wolves against Ipswich. Who's the man to beat? Who's the man who's going to score the first Sorry, send a goal? Text. Okay. Um, I'm interested to see what this conversation is about. Caval- this work stuff. Okay. Cavalero. Cavalero. So even Cavalero and <laughs> probably won't start. Um, yeah. Probably Costa comes in and Sergio Aguero. If you get those two who score the first goal, then you will be in line to win an iPad Mini. What a beautiful time. For a Christmas present, so make sure that you get involved. All you need to do is follow the site and retweet, it. and also spread the word, Pete. Spread the word. If you've got someone, if you've got a Wolves fan who hasn't listened to the podcast, just try and say, just give it, give it a go. Just give it one go. Maybe not this one, maybe one previously, but maybe this. Just, just have a listen. Give us ten minutes of your time, and if you don't like it, shut us down. Right. Okay. Well said. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, if switch team news, how are we looking? What's happening? Uh, same again. Bad it, bad it, bad it, bad it. Bad it. Saw Barry Douglas at Newcross Hospital yesterday. Great, Barry. great visit. Oh, Love that yeah. visit. Inspiring visit. Beautiful. Stirring moments. Who was in? Who, who, who was Jota, the piece? Jota, Neves, Vinagra, and Douglas. Decent line. Newcross, Children's Ward. Yeah, great, yeah. great stuff. I spoke to Bad it, and he's uh, he's okay. Loving, loving life. Because he missed the last game through injury. Yeah, but I mean, is he loving like lo- lo- just loving being at Wolves? Well, he's just announced he's to be a father. Really? Congratulations, Barry. Yeah, so he's absolutely buzzing about that. In June as well, perfect oh, time. Okay. So yeah, buddy, buddy, buddy. Uh, so team news. I think he'll come back in. Mm-hmm. Seems to be okay. Mm-hmm. So rest of the team. I don't. I don't know, a really difficult one to predict. Yep. Personally, I'll bring Costa in as discussed. I would like to bring Costa in. Apart from that, though, as you were, or Bennett maybe. As Bennett you were. So yes. Kiss. What? Bennett. Bennett. Bart. Yeah, again, yeah, I think it's still with Bennett. 
Okay. Um, Ipswich not shy of a nil-nil against Wolves in Ipswich, previous encounters. Ipswich, so classic this. Opta stat. Mm. Brilliant stat. Wolves have drawn three games in a row, nil-nil with Ipswich Town. Wow. If, it, if there's a fourth on Saturday, it'll be the ninth time in English football history that a game has finished nil-nil four times in a row. A wow. Fi- a, a fixture, rather. Wow. Mick wow, wow. McCarthy, unbeaten in 13 games against Wolves. Decent record. Uh, since and before his tenure. So, Just knock you on that, that playoff door. 35 points from 22 games. Um, 11 wins this season. And, and useful. Got a couple of useful larkers. Waghorn's good. Yeah, a couple of other lads as well. I also can't play, of course. He's ineligible. Mm. So, yeah, we know they're going to be hard to beat. We know they'll set up to be hard to beat. We know there'll be a few kicks and whatever. We know it's going to be 4-4-2 probably. In fact, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure of the formation. Don't, don't uh, quote me on that. So it'll be a tough one. Mm-hmm. It will be a tough one. And Wolves will have to play better than they have in the last three games or I don't think they'll win. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Because Blues were poor. Sheffield Wednesday were <clears> poor. <throat> Sunderland set up to defend. I think Ipswich is obviously a much better team. One of the biggest games seen from Mick McCarthy. He'll have more fired up. Wolves have to play better. And look, Wolves. I mean, we're not going to do a podcast before Ipswich as well. I mean, sorry, before Millwall as well on Boxing oh, Day dread, as well. So dread, dreading that. Not just for all the shenanigans about the kickoff time and it being Boxing Day, but yeah, Millwall is such a tough place to go. All their wins this season have come at home. Yeah, Savile and Wallace are top scorers for them. They're going to be bang up for it. Such an intimidating place to go, and it'll be a massive test of Wolves' character mm. ahead of that massive and Bristol, Bristol, Bristol City, City game. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't carry on playing. No, they can't. Steady away because they they're going to get a beat. Because the, the, the opposition teams are, are better mm. now in the next few games. They have to play better. Have to play better, I'm but, sure. But, but Wolves have done this all season long, so I, I don't doubt that they will, but they but they do have to. Okay, good stuff. So let's get some predictions then. Predictiones. Yeah. Um, two different predictions. So let's go okay. with Ipswich at home first. Um, I shall go first. I think that this is the time where Wolves will win, and I think they'll win quite comfortably. I'm going to go Wolverhampton Wanderers 2, Ipswich Town Nil pois, 2-0. Okay, 3-1, I think. 3-1? Yeah, I think okay. they'll win. I so there's th- going to be goals? Yeah, I think they'll win. Excellent. I think news they'll so. break through early and then get a couple more. Millwall against Wolves at the Den. More difficult early start for me and you, although you're going down on Christmas night. Yep. I'm going to say Millwall 1, Wolverhampton Wanderers 1. Okay. I think so. Wolves will lose 1-0. Do you? Yeah. Oh! They haven't lost for a few weeks. Wow! It will happen. I think it'll be that one. Really? Mm, I think they'll, then they'll bounce back at Bristol City. Okay. That's crazy. Okay, we're, we're, we're finishing now. We're finishing I know, now. I've just got a really bad feeling about that and game. Yeah, but you had a bad feeling. Didn't you have a bad feeling against Sheffield Wednesday? Maybe it's all the negative connotations of not wanting to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just, no, not got a good feeling. I remember I remember Jed Wallace said after um, to the press in Millwall, after Wolves beat them in September, he said, yeah, Wolves won today. Fair enough. But wait till they come to the den. Okay. They're a different animal at home. A really tough game. Wolves will be prepared for it. Yeah. But they look jaded at the moment to me. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right, Tim. Thank you so much. How long? Uh, one hour and ten minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Squeezy. I hope you have a great Christmas. And you. If I don't see you. I think I will. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, also, for the peeps, like I say, tune in Express and Star Boxing Day on the Wolf site. You might get a bit of a surprise. Christmas Day. Christmas Nathan. Day, what did Christmas I say? Christmas Day, Boxing Day. Oh, say. yes. Well, Christmas it'll day. be still on Boxing Day, but Christmas yes. Day as well. And we will be at the Den on Boxing Day as uh, well. Are we doing a podcast next week, are we? Yeah, I think we'll do a pro- podcast pre-Bristol City, maybe on the 28th-ish. Can't do 28th. 27th? Yep, 27th. 27th. 27th podcast. Yep. Okay, perfect. Great stuff. Pre-New Year. Well, we'll have a look back on Abuse of the Year. Yes, yes, good. Yep. 
Deckers, yeah, good question. Okay, excellent. There may be massive in uh, the, the top ones of the year. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Right, thank you very much from Tim, from myself. Fingers crossed, three points against Ipswich on Saturday. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>